sir yes sir welcome back um hope you guys enjoyed your holidays um your new year welcome back to motown and coney back with my main man tommy what up though so it's a lot of stuff that didn't happen since we were last on the air uh i don't even know where we start i guess i'll start with um monday night football um Demar, I was watching the game live, seeing him go down. I was like, that didn't look normal. Um, I'm glad he's okay. Um, glad he's off the breathing tube. It's nice to see the nation, the NFL rally behind him. Um, but shoot, just a scary moment. I'm glad they canceled the game because I don't know how the hell they expected anybody um, to play after that. So um, just wanted to start off with that. Uh, thoughts and prayers are still with Damar. Exactly. Thoughts and prayers with the family. Yeah, that, I never seen anything like that in my life or watching football. Um, I'm, I'm happy they stopped the game also. And um, I was really disappointed in some people, particularly Skip Bayless, um, it was just not the time and place to just go directly to that, even though, you know, people did shame him. ESPN just keeps talking about it also. So, I mean, the reality of it is, you know, I wish they could have rescheduled that game for uh, for a later date. But I mean, yeah, that was probably the best Monday night matchup they had in a very long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was as highly anticipated. Um, I've like I've never because like saw him go down. I'm like, okay, that didn't look normal. He almost fell into the ref, uh, and then they went to like three straight commercials. I was like, okay, something major must be happening for them to go to this many commercial breaks. And then to hear Troy Aikman uh, said that they were visibly giving him CPR on the field. It's like, oh shit. Um, so yeah. yeah, after once I heard Trey Aikman say that, I said, "Oh yeah, they gonna possibly cancel this game," because I never seen them give anyone CPR on the field. And the way that the players were visibly shaking, yeah, and people were showing yeah the clips on Instagram, and you know people uploaded. I was like, "Oh no, yeah, this isn't good." So you brought up Skip Bayless. Do you think this is the end of Undisputed with him and Shannon Sharp? Because um, got into it a few weeks back. Um, and Shannon Sharp visibly had his fist <laughs> balled up. And then um, after Skip tweet, Shannon uh, was not there the next day. And then when he came back, um, confrontation, he, he wanted Skip to take the tweet down, which Skip refused. Um, it, it might be. But the thing about it is, right now, that's like the best damn show on TV. Like, I, I love First Take. First Take will be my, my second, then, of course, Get Up. Um, Before those shows, I wanted to say this, too, Rodney, and I know we'll get into this probably a little bit later and talk about the end of one of my favorite shows and podcasts that came abruptly is Jalen and Jacoby. Um, yeah. Um, I did a double take. <laughs> When it came through my phone that um, Jacoby was um, leaving ESPN um, after, I think it was 21 years or so. Um, yeah. Didn't see that coming. Um, I'm hoping uh, 
And I know um, they're, I guess, plans to do some type of other podcast with Jalen and maybe somebody else. So I don't know who else I would like to see Jalen paired with, but Jalen Jacoby, um, I would say top five in, in podcast history. Yeah. And I have him actually is my in my top three. I know you you said top five, but I had him in my top three. It's like they're the pod fathers, you know, in my opinion. It felt like um when I first listened to them, I didn't know what I was actually listening to. I didn't know, you know, what a podcast actually was. I just knew that it was just feel good listening to those guys. It felt like two friends just talking. Yeah. So that kinda inspired me. Yeah, that's what I like about Jalen Jacoby. Yeah, well, I hope Jacoby, you know, bounces back and does something that was great. I know, I think I seen him do something about like food tasting and liquor tasting. So, which that's his new thing. which fits his personality. Um, I could definitely <laughs> see him doing something like that. Right. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that. That definitely fits his personality. But no, back to first take. I mean, back to uh, undisputed. undisputed. The best show right now on television, especially with Skip and Shannon like, getting along right now. And yeah, and they, I mean, I don't think anybody watching it, uh, it is must-see TV because you can tell that they're not on uh, the same page, one accord. Uh, I don't know, yeah, is, it, is it very similar to, I guess... Skip leaving first take around that time, so. Right, and Skip, man, been super disrespectful, like, lately, over the past couple months. And uh, saying that Shannon Sharp was was jealous of uh, of Tom Brady, and do you remember when he said that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it just, it started from that right there. And then he was saying, well, he got more rings than you. And then Shannon was like, well, you didn't play the sword at all, you know, like. <laughs> As soon as you say that, man, that just hurts so bad. So, yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious, man. But hopefully, they those two get it together, man. Like they they're friends off the uh, off the air. But Skip has some Skip has like some crazy wild views, man. So yeah, and they're I don't know if it's because he's getting older, but they're becoming. It seems like they're becoming more and more wilder. Um, first take. Um, I can't always watch it. It depends on who's on it with Stephen A. Smith. Um, I agree. I agree. If it if it's not, I, I I get sick of them talking about the same four teams, four or five teams every time, and half the time the teams don't even be relevant. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about the Lakers all the time. The Lakers aren't really winning anything. I love LeBron, but come on, man. I'm sick of talking about the Lakers, the Dallas Cowboys. The freaking uh, Philadelphia Eagles, the Yankees, and that that about sums it up. Like that, I, and, and they'll probably talk about Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I was gonna it. say um, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Um, Golden yeah, State is a it's a one off. Yeah. yeah, or the Golden State. Well, now that Steph Curry's hurt, they don't even talk about Golden State anymore until he comes back. But other than that, yeah, that's it. That's the whole show. That's two hours of talking about. Just those same things repeatedly back to back to back. Like, come on, man. It's more sports figures out there. It's more other players out there. Like, stop it. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, first take, it, it depends. Like if uh, Michael Irvin is on it, um, Swagoo, if he's on it, I, I can watch Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark might be one of my favorite ESPN personalities. So, You know what? He won me over too, man. Ryan Clark, you're right, Swagoo. I like Big Perk too, man. Big oh yeah, Perk Kendra Perkins is hilarious. Yeah. Must see TV. Love Big Perk. Um, I even like Orlovsky, man. Dan, Dan has some some good. You know what? He speaks the truth. Yeah, he's, he he's got some, some interesting points. takes. Um, and he he's he's not afraid to be on the island by himself when it comes to something. Yeah, like he was one of the first people to predict the Lions actually being decent. And uh, when the Lions were having their bad streak and everybody wrote them off, he said, well, this is a good team. Look how close. Like, he always – he goes with the facts. It's like he's the only one that really seriously watches sports on that show. Everybody else is just going off of past history. I think I think Dan Orlowski, he actually watches the shows and watches sports. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, he needs his own show. Yeah, he yeah. – yeah, I could see that and give him his own show. Yeah, since you cancel like the whole block of shows, like ESPN is not playing. They got rid of a lot of shows. And, yeah, because yeah. this is shoot, this get up, first take, sports center basically, and this sports center all the way through four o'clock, and then you get like um, the NBA show, NFL, what, um, Oh, you got Max uh, Kellerman show, and then yeah. you have the uh, yeah. Then you got the sports betting show, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do they even have a uh, pardon anymore? Or, uh, yeah, partner interruption is still okay. Because sometimes that sometimes that's in hiatus. I guess whenever I watch it, when I get a chance, usually if um, Mike Wilbon or nobody's there to replace him, then they don't. Yeah, they don't have nothing going. It'll just be a block of like talk radio or something. Yeah, so speaking of your Detroit Lions, do they get it done at Lambeau Field? You know what? I believe that they're really fired up. I think it's gonna be a great game. And I I think they'll get it done. I don't think this Packers team has been really great, but you know they put a thrashing on Minnesota, but Minnesota hasn't really been great either. Yeah, Minnesota has. Their victories have been close. Their losses have been blowouts for the most part. Yeah, like their losses have been super blowouts. They've been getting destroyed by. They can't do anything. They can't stop the run. And a lot of times they depend on other teams making mistakes like the lions when the lions gave away that first, it's weird that the lions gave away that game and that's one of the we're one victory away like we could have used that to get into the playoffs yeah you, you think about it um what they they lost minnesota by four seattle mm-hmm. by what three mm-hmm. the miami game was pretty close um, yeah, I think we lost that by three also. You win any of those three games, um, you're firmly um, in the playoffs. Could be fighting um, tomorrow night for a home playoff game if you win all three of those or at least two of the three. Yeah, 
Um, lost to the Eagles by three. Yeah. Should have won that game. Stupid onside kick and then a, a the pick the six only the only loss where the the Lions were like truly truly out of it was the New England one. Yeah, with the New England one in the Carolina game. It felt yeah, like the Carolina yeah. game. They just they were just there. I guess it was really cold. We had a bad winter storm. And they just was there. Yeah, and um, even the the Buffalo Bills game. Um, what was that? Was a three point loss. Yeah, they should have. That game should have went into overtime. I don't know what the hell. They, and they had a chance to win that. Um, yeah. So, so they're close. I, I think all, all eyes will be glued on the Seattle game tomorrow. Yeah, I, I just think Seattle's gonna win that game. Yeah, I do too. Like no contest. Yeah, I do too. I feel like the Lions will win tomorrow night because I think they're hell bent on keeping. Um, the bad man Aaron Rodgers out the playoff, but I, I already think their their fate would be sealed with Seattle winning the one o'clock game. Well, Rodney, if you look at it, it's a win win for the Lions because if, if the Rams lose, we get a higher draft pick. If the if Seattle loses, we get into the playoffs. So it's kind of like a a win win for the Lions. Um, I think next year will be way better. Next year, since I mean, if they keep up this momentum, I, I believe that we can win ten games next year. Oh, I got him. We win nine this year. Yeah. I got him winning eleven. Oh wow, wow, that's yeah, that uh, that's good. I, you know I, what? Too? Oh no, go ahead, Rodney. Here, here's why your your Ram draft pick is going to be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Your pick is is going to be. Mm, late teens, early twenties. So two first round picks. You could possibly move up because you got the Minnesota pick if you want to, right? You right. have you got some some calf space. So I feel like you're gonna you're gonna go out and get a a, a top corner to pair with a cooler, if nothing else. Probably a linebacker. Right. Your O line is intact. You, you'll sign Jamal Williams. I do think they'll draft a running back. I don't. I don't know um, what Swift future holds, but I feel like all of your weapons. You'll have Jameson Williams for a full year. Same Brown coming back. Reynolds, I think he's back. DJ. Yeah, DJ, DJ. And DJ Shark. So, um, Jared Goff has, has proven uh, that with a good O-line, a nice run game, some some wide receivers, that, that he, he probably is the, the quarterback of the present and the future. Yeah, I definitely agree. And you know what else? What I just found out too, Rodney, and I think they're making a decision on it today. Um, we'll find out, I think, after uh, we're done with our podcast. The NFL is trying to decide to have a eighth seed in the playoffs. They're trying to get a, a bonus team in the playoffs, oh, which yeah. leaves the door open for the Lions, the Jets, um, the Packers also. So let's say if Seattle uh, – 
if Seattle does or or Seattle, I'm sorry, if Seattle wins and the um and the Packers win, then that means the Seattle Seahawks and the Packers will be in the playoffs together. If Seattle wins and the Lions win, then the Lions and the Seattle Seahawks will be in the playoffs together. So they're trying to do that because of the uh Cancel. the Bengals and yeah. the Buffalo. Yeah. So they said putting a bonus team in there and they're gonna do it this year. It's not something for next year, it's something for this year. So I do when that feel, came across my timeline. I do feel like the uh, it's super hard to make the NFL playoffs. I feel like it's yeah. the hardest sport to make uh, the the playoffs in, uh, unless you're playing the AFC South. And <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't know how you you add an AFC like right now. Like I've never seen that uh, seen that happen before. Like right during the season too. I've never seen the NFL make a decision like that. Yeah, and, I, uh, and I, I feel like with the the council game, um, they're they're trying to, I don't know, come up with the best case scenario. Um, I do feel bad for like, like let's say whoever gets the number one seed, uh, you're kind of banking on having that buy, and then that buy will be gone, I guess. Yeah, um, you're right. That buy will be gone. So, which, which I think, which I think is actually like not a bad decision. I always thought that the bye week was kind of lame anyway. Um, yeah, just I, I never agree with it. I thought that they need to get rid of the bye and then add an extra team. If you look at it right now, if they did add an extra team, this will be the lineup. If you're looking at uh, AFC, you have the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Miami Dolphins. You have the Buffalo Bills playing the New England Patriots. You have the Cincinnati Bengals playing the Baltimore Ravens and the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Chargers. Um, that that I mean, if that's if that happened right now, the way it's lined up right now, yeah, that Baltimore Cincy game would be must see TV. Tua versus uh, Mahomes would be must see. Right, and in, in in the NFC. If it start, if the playoffs start today, of course, you know we got more games to play. But if the playoffs start today, you have the Philadelphia Eagles uh, facing the Detroit Lions, the San Francisco 49ers against the Seahawks, Minnesota Vikings against the New York Giants, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Dallas Cowboys. That'll be the lineup. Yeah, that Tampa Bay and Dallas game. Uh, I would like to see that. Um, I know Jerry Jones is on record of Sam uh, Super Bowl or bust. That would be an interesting matchup uh, for Dallas. Right, because I, I, they struggle against Tampa Bay every year, and Tampa Bay hasn't even really been that great. But for some reason, Dallas struggles against Tampa Bay. They give up a lot of points, and also Dak struggles. He, he throws a lot of picks, especially since coming back from injury, he's throwing a lot of picks also. So. Yeah, I've set Dak down for our, our final week of fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had him on my team, and I was like, I can't deal with him no more, man. I just he came back and was worse than what it, what I predicted, so really let me down. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was gonna say too? For if that did happen, 
and they got rid of the bye week, that Eagles Lions matchup would be very interesting. I would take the Lions in the points, actually. Yeah, they they played Philly close to first game, three point loss game. They should have won. Their defense is a lot better since week one. Um, Hutchinson is a problem. James Houston looks to be. I don't know if you would go with James Houston or Kirby Joseph off the line defense. That's the the still of the draft at this point. Uh, they, yeah, they, I, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that one. That Houston guy is nice. Yeah, um, and I know a lot of people saying Sauce Gardner for defensive rookie of the year, but I, I think. Aiden has firmly placed itself in in the discussion. Um, first rookie with what seven plus sacks, three interceptions. Uh, the fact that he yeah. has three interceptions is hilarious to me. Yeah, man, the way he got his, uh, the way he got him too, man, is, is freaking nuts, man. The way he disguises himself on the field, they went and showed like a play by play of. Uh, of how did he get his interceptions, and I thought that was pretty dope, man. The way he reads the the quarterback's eyes, man, that, that kid is special. He's going to be nice. Yeah, his, 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 his ability to from the DM position and just dropping the coverage. Um, <laughs> whoever taught him, whoever taught him, whoever, whatever great college he came from <laughs> that taught him, they did a damn good job. Speaking of that college, they had one job. Oh, no. One job. And one job only. Uh, It's a bad story. Yeah, and I'm not one that likes to blame the officials. But that was one of the worst officiated games I have ever witnessed in my life. I agree. I agree. Bad officiated game. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'll say the, the, the officiating was bad, too. Um, the quarterback play was a little bit questionable on our end, too. It felt like um, it felt like it, it, it felt like it was him not being able to get over the hump. Yeah, he forced uh, he forced the two interceptions were just bad throws. Yeah, they were they were shitty throws, and that's that's why I kind of I kind of was like, you know, what? we we were in the game, but it felt like we just didn't deserve to win it. And then when it came down to it, um, I did, I thought it was supposed to have been uh, I thought that the guy that last hit was illegal. I thought that definitely was targeting. Yeah, um, and there are several. <laughs> People, NFL officials. Uh, I don't know if you saw the tweet from Joe Class that 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 agreed that that was definitely a, a mistargeting call. Um, I felt that the 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 Roman Wilson catch was definitely a touchdown. I don't know how you go to replay and have enough evidence to overturn the the ruling on the field of a touchdown. Right, I didn't. I didn't agree with that. Also, I, I didn't know where the hell they they pulled that out of anywhere and just said that wasn't a touchdown, and that that really blew my mind. 
And then the fumble after that was heartbreaking too. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, we they had they actually came into the game healthy. TCU was was fairly healthy. They weren't really missing anybody big on their offense, defense. They had a couple minor injuries, but is you know guys are able to bounce back and possibly come back for the Georgia game. We were missing a major factor in our in our run game. So, and I love Edwards. Edwards awesome. Edwards is awesome, but we had a two-headed monster, man, and we just happened to lose him in one of the games during the season. So, it, and things like that happen. So, hopefully next year we'll be able to expand and get another, maybe a three-headed running game. So that way, if we do lose somebody, we'll yeah, be Yeah, they, they got a nice um, freshman coming in. Um, I can't think of his name, the kid from Dexter. Um didn't expect to see TCU. Um, I'm glad Georgia won and beat Ohio State. Cause that would have just been. <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have really pissed me off. Yeah. Did almost... you did you see the tweet from uh, the Atlanta Falcons the next day? Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is how was... this is how you make a game with a field goal. Cause he kicked. Where the fuck was he kicking that, Rodney? I never. That had to be one of the worst kicks in the NFL, NCAA yeah, football history. It, it was like when he kicked it. I was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, like, <laughs> you didn't even have to wait. There? Yeah, I didn't understand that. But also in that game too, I'm not a. You know, of course, you know, I'm not an Ohio fan, Ohio State fan. But that was targeting on uh, on Harrison Jr. too, and that actually cost him the game too. Knocked him out clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that changed the whole dynamic trajectory uh, of the game. I, th- I think if Harrison is, is in that game, um, Ohio State wins. Yeah, I totally agree. They they, they win that game if, if Harrison is in that game. He was dominating the whole time too. Um, it was so. it was a pretty. Bad bowl year for the Big Ten. Um, Maryland and Penn State won. Iowa lost. Michigan lost. Ohio State lost. Um, Purdue, they didn't just lose. It was like 63 to 3 when I put dirt on the game. <laughs> They got to get rid of that goddamn uh, that East West thing, man. Because the other half of our division is terrible. I, I just can't, I can't deal with it anymore. I can't every time if it's not Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, somebody from our side, Penn State, they're, they're even even Maryland, in Penn uh, State, yeah, yeah. That 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 I would not. Iowa game was hard to just watch because Mississippi State and Iowa both um, didn't have an offense. Uh, I'm glad Mississippi State won, uh, considering what happened with Mike Leach. Uh, I was I was happy to see that, but to see Purdue get up there and just completely lay an egg was that that was embarrassing considering that that was the team that won the big ten west right uh yeah yeah i just i couldn't 
it, it was hard to watch the Big Ten football this season, man. Other than other than the three teams that we just uh, stated, because Michigan State sucked this season, they didn't even make a bowl. I was happy about that, by the way. But the three main teams that stood out were Penn State, uh, Michigan, and, and Ohio State, and uh, it just they were just tired too. One thing I can say about the Big Ten, they beat up on each other. Even if a team isn't that great, they still can catch you slipping. And I'm happy for the additions of USC and uh, UCLA. We need those additions to add on. That gives us a better chance to win like titles and get more teams in. So I'm excited about those additions. Yeah, I'm, I'm still – I can't wait to see where like a Michigan Penn State – Probably will have to go to the, the the West Coast in early September. How they handle it and vice versa when it, USC UCLA has to travel to the Big House in November or to the Horseshoe in November. See how they handle the 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 cold weather. Um, can we Over. talk? Or hold on, Rodney. But before we uh, move on, hold on. Or can they hide them within the uh, other division, and they probably won't even face each other, Rodney? If you think about uh, they, it, they, you you've got to have at least to me like a, a USC. Like they might not play like Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State all in the same year, but you got to have a, at least one of those crossover games, um, a marquee matchup type. Like probably, I, I, I would love to see USC Michigan at the Coliseum eight o'clock night game or something. Yeah, I, I agree. I was just thinking like it might be something similar to what they've been doing with Purdue and uh, in Minnesota. Because if you look at Purdue and Minnesota, Minnesota hasn't played Michigan. Yes, it's been some years. They actually played next year, though. I looked at the schedule. They do play uh, next year for the, like, I want to say it's been seven years since they played. Yeah, and, and that's terrible. And also, guess what? Minnesota doesn't play Ohio State either. Like, they don't play Michigan or Ohio State at all. Like, they're on the other side of the division, and they don't play, they don't play both of those teams, like, at all. So maybe they're going to do that same similar thing with um, – with UCLA and uh, USC, and then they'll probably meet up probably every five or six years or something of that nature. Which the 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 big unless 10, it's the final, they even one you either get rid of the division completely, which I think is the the most logical thing to do, or two you you got to move someone else from the east over to the west. Right, I agree. Because you're only able to have how many division games are you able to have? Um, there's what nine, three, yeah, three nine conference and then nine um, conference game and then you play what the other five teams in your division and then what is it? Four crossover. Team, yep. Then you play two other teams and then they have rivalries. So if you look at Minnesota. They have rivalries against other teams on the other side of the division. So them and Penn State always have a, a good rivalry. So they're going to play Penn State every time. They're going to play uh, 
Michigan State every time because that's one of their rivalries also, and they clobbered Michigan State this season too. They beat them thirty. Yeah, that was an embarrassment. I remember that. I remember that game. That, yeah, that, was the, yeah, that was the game where you was like, um, state is pretty bad this year. Yeah, you was like, oh, that done. Because I didn't even, it was like every time I turned back to the game, I was like, wait a minute, Minnesota is back in the red zone? <laughs> every time. So, and then they're going to play Illinois. They're going to play Purdue and uh, Northwestern. Rutgers, yeah, Northwestern and uh, in Nebraska because they're all in, the, so they're in Iowa. Yeah, and I, I need I need um, Northwestern to get back to being Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern's been pretty bad, especially this year. But it, it's something like you always knew Northwestern wasn't going to be the best team in the Big Ten, but you they they were always a tricky out. Yeah, and now they're just they're the pits, man. How do you go zero six at home? Yeah, and I mean, especially I remember going to Northwestern used to be nightmare for for Michigan. You had the famous Anthony T- Thomas fumble game where you're trying to run a clock out, and the one <laughs> only thing you can't do is fumble the ball. <laughs> um, you've you've had the what was it like the triple overtime game? So, yeah, I, they, no, I agree with you, man. Northwestern used to be hellacious, man. At least they used to have a few things going on for them. If they didn't have a, any great uh, defensive lines or any great offensive lines, it was always something that stood out. They always had like a great players. They, it wasn't great teams, but great players that were dynamic. Or they'd have a good special teams or something. Not everything on every end sucks. Defense sucks. Offense sucks. Special teams suck. Running backs suck. Wide receiver. Just everybody's terrible. So yeah, I, it, it, it's it's a, it's bad TV. <laughs> That's yeah. a, they went one eleven this season. That's just uh that's bad. Really bad. Yeah. So uh, before we talk music, you want to talk a little NBA? Oh yeah, let's talk a little NBA. Definitely. On the talks of NBA, Jock Vaughn. Um, God, I don't want to say what what a difference a coach makes, but damn, what a difference a coach makes. Um, <laughs> Brooklyn, out <laughs> they they were what twelve. They went on a twelve game winning streak. Got it snapped. They played. A terrible half of basketball yesterday against the Pelicans. Um, and if you haven't watched the Pelicans, they are musty TV to me. They're nice. I, yeah, they're one of my predictions this season, man. I, I told you, I said yeah, the Pelicans, he, man. yeah. You, you you got that head on because my damn LA Clippers. <laughs> I hear what happened to the Clippers. <laughs> they they got spanked so bad by Denver. That, I don't know what that they should, too, Yeah, that they should have implied the high school rule of a running clock. Man. Denver looks and they wanted to be, they got beat by Minnesota yesterday yeah. too. And I was like, Wow, I just don't see And yeah, Minnesota and Minnesota's falling apart. Uh 
I said that Rudy Gobert trade was not a good trade. <laughs> I stand by that. Uh, looks like D'Lo wants his way out of Minnesota. Well, you know what? I think that D'Lo wants his way out. I don't think that Edwards is, is playing to his potential this season. I wound up watching that uh, <laughs> that Clippers game, and I was Rudy Gobert had 25 points, 21 rebounds. D'Lo had 25 points. Edwards had five points, five assists, and three rebounds. Do you think like, this? You do you think? <laughs> I think it still has something to go. I think the spacing's off in Minnesota. You say you think the spacing's off? Yeah. Um, I mean, they are missing. They are missing Cat, uh, who's been injured for like two months, but. I mean, once he gets back, they'll be better. They're still, they still have a pretty good record. Like they're nineteen and twenty-one. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're decent. I mean, Golden State's hanging around the five hundred mark. The Lakers. Um, I don't know <laughs> what the hell. I'm like, I need to get on LeBron plan because for him to be what thirty-eight playing the way he's playing right now, I don't know how long he can sustain putting up 40 plus points a game and doing everything that he's doing um i'm 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 amazed (laughs) um i still think their biggest problem and you said this before is mr glass yeah oh man they they gotta trade anthony davis man i don't know but who 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 who, i don't know who takes on that contract um considering that i mean so far what is he a half a season player basically half a season player just it's hard to it's hard to watch him play man because he'll sit there and show you flashes of a player that can be great man he put up so many great numbers he at one point he was averaging down there 30 points a game over that stretch and was balling and then he just gets injured out of nowhere. I think he injured his own self. He jumped in the air like <laughs> he jumped in the air barely off the ground and then came out. And I said, How the hell do you do that? Like, he, it just it was a regular movement, right? He wasn't even like he wasn't even making really an athletic play. He literally jumped in the air and then he just got injured. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm in your camp now though. I don't think Westbrook is the problem. I think it's A D. He's always been the problem. I was trying to tell everybody that they brought Russ off the bench. And even in AD, sometimes he takes bad shots. Sometimes he's not strong, and they have him playing center. Now you notice the you notice AD's not there, right? And they're winning. They were losing with AD, and now they're winning without AD. Thomas Bryant has been playing really good ball, and I and I'm not a huge Thomas Bryant fan. I think I dog him out all the time, and I go at him. You, you but do. He's playing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dog I dog the shit out of that kid. But he's actually really good. He's been balling. Look at his numbers over the past. Let's go over the past five games. Right? You know who he reminds me of a little bit? Who? Andrew Bynum. That's what he reminded me of, too. I couldn't really stand Andrew Bynum, but then he would have these sneaky good, okay games where you're like, damn, okay, he is. 
a, a, a different maker, sort of, but I still hate the way he plays. Yeah, like, the thing about Thomas Bryan is he has that strength, that raw strength, and that ability to, you know, he's going to go in there, he's going to grab his rebounds, he's going to put get his putbacks, and you don't have to you don't have to give the ball to him to you know on offense for him to establish his own plays like Anthony Davis he just goes with the flow. Now if Anthony Davis comes back, I don't think they should put him at the five. I think they should put Anthony Davis at the four, and then you know make him a stretch. Have him shoot. He likes shooting threes and shooting mid range. Let that be his game. And every now and then he can come to the inside and grab boards because whenever he goes in to grab boards, he's injured. Every time, makes any doesn't make sense to me. Just keep him out of that damn paint so he doesn't step on somebody's foot or somebody step on his foot because he'll be out for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here the Anthony Davis is out in indefinitely. <laughs> every, man, he's injured. <laughs> every every time the Lakers play, I'm I'm just cringing every time he makes a move, man. Because I'm like, damn, is he gonna be injured again? But yeah. Uh, Thomas Bryant, though, Rodney, check this out. He he was 19, 19 points, 17 rebounds, because that's what he basically does. He, he gets one block a game, and that's okay. 18 points, 15 rebounds, 21 points, nine rebounds, but they blew out uh, Miami. And yeah, but- 19, well, LeBron didn't play that game, too. 19 points, 13 rebounds. That's not bad. Yeah, I feel, and I feel like the spacing is better. When he, with him in there, um, so I don't, I don't know what they do when AD comes back. Maybe you right, so slide him to the four. You gotta slide him to the four, put LeBron at the uh, at the three. But what they have been doing is they've been putting LeBron at the four, and LeBron's been you see because Le, LeBron's faster than the average power forward, so LeBron's gonna get his points. You put him at small forward, LeBron's stronger than the small forward, but he's been getting blown by by Tatum and some of those other guys at small forward. Mm-hmm. They've been blown by LeBron, and LeBron can't keep up. So, And then they just put him on a highlight and say, well, LeBron doesn't guard anybody. He can't stay in front of these young guys. Yeah, he's, young he's, guys he's, he's 38, 20 years yeah, in the league. He's got a lot of miles on those legs. Um. <laughs> That's what... So that's the problem right there. What do you do with AD? Because you can't play him at center because he's not strong enough to, to check a center and he gets injured all the time. You put him at a power forward and guys are blowing by AD. You look at a lot of those games, man, because the Lakers been losing a lot of games like last second, last second shots or, you know, they lost a lot of last second threes. And AD is the only one lost on uh, on defense. Just yeah. look it up, Rodney. Yeah. I so let me ask you this. Right here, right now, the Lakers make the playoffs. Yeah, because you know the NBA has, you know how they have all their plans. The Lakers will be in the play-in. Yeah. They'll be in the play-in. Okay, I can see and that. I don't, know, I don't know if that's considered the playoffs, but yeah, they'll be in the play-in. It's, it's close but, enough. Yeah, I don't... The the West is, I mean, Pelicans look good. Denver looks great. And Jerry's still out on Golden State. 
the the Clippers, I I don't know. I think if you're the Clippers, you have to determine if you if you want to continue with this Paul George, Kawhi Leonard um, experiment, or or do you move someone? Mm. But they they can't. I don't see them. What is it? Twenty twenty four. They move into their new arena. I, I feel like they got to figure it out before June. I agree. I agree, brother. They gotta they gotta figure out something. I say you blow that team up because you're paying too many people too much money. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. Bye bye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's the easy cut. Uh, what's my other man that came came from the the Pistons? <laughs> Uh, no, you know what? I mean, but if you're going to trade somebody, you got to get rid of somebody that's like, that's trade. You, they got to be trade bait though, right? They can't be just somebody, <laughs> that, somebody that other people want. You know what I mean? That That's why I, I, I think you, you really got to consider, um, trying to move either, either Paul George or, or Kawhi. Yeah, and I think you can get a lot of. Uh, I think you can get a lot back for for Paul George. Yeah, because I, I don't think nobody's gonna want Kawhi with all his injuries. I'm just just being honest. I don't think you can get anybody that can. Uh, yeah, that I, I, that's, that's why I say you 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 got to try to move Paul George, um, and hopefully Kawhi stays healthy for the Clippers. Um, you get a nice return back where you can you can build build around Kawhi. Maybe pair him, try to open up some cast space to pair him with somebody going in twenty twenty four when you're moving into your new arena. But the Clippers, as we know, it cannot continue. Um, Cause hell, it's like they just Denver took their soul and they just gave up. Yeah, you ain't lying yeah, about I, that. I ain't never seen an NBA team get their ass whooped like that. That was just all bad, too. And it just didn't stop. And I just, I don't know, where where would you trade Paul George and what can you, now, you know what? I, I would love to see Paul George get traded to um, to Miami, and you can get so much back for Paul George. Um, and that actually. Yeah, I was going to say, Maybe Miami. I don't, because I I think Miami, if they're being honest, they want to move on from Bam Adebayo. Yeah, I I mean, even if you don't go after Bam, because I I really like the the center they got in uh, in Zubac. I like Zubac a lot too. We had yeah. I, I mean, there's there's um worthy trade candidates and. <laughs> Miami. I would love uh, to see Tyler Hero in Hollywood, man. Mm-hmm. If you can get Hero, that gives him a good shooter, and he can shoot off the dribble. I, you know what? Give me Hero and give me Olin Depot. Give me Olin Depot. He's starting to get his legs together. Numbers starting to get better. He's back from his injury. Give me Hero, Olin Depot, and then throw in. Give me Max Struess. Give me somebody else that can shoot. You can have Paul George. That way, you give me three shooters. And guys that can drive to the hoop, 
But I don't think Miami will make that move. <laughs> Shit, throw in Duncan Robinson. You're not even using him. Give me him, too. Mm-hmm. Give me all four of those guys for Paul George. Man, that, now you're talking about the Clippers going to be a championship team. Because now you got so many shooters and great yeah, players. Yeah, and I think that's what Brooklyn has figured out. We're going to let Kyrie and KD do their thing, but we're going to surround them with shooters. So you always got the, the drive and kick option. Or if you or if you double team KD, we we got Curry on the opposite wing, so kick out to him. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, we got about twelve minutes left. You want to get into some music? Let's get into some music, brother. So twenty twenty two. I I feel like twenty twenty two was a pretty good year for music yeah 2022 was an amazing year for music writing we had a a lot of great songs that will be imprinted in our minds forever and a lot of great albums too a lot of crazy things happened this year too so yeah um um, hell and we, we we might get the first big album of 2023 J. Yeah. J. Cole scrubbed his social media, which he's he's only done before if an album or a, a single was coming. So um, we might be getting it's a boy album soon. Yeah, I agree with you on that, brother. You will get that soon. You know what? I was gonna say too, Rodney. I know we did our recap of uh, songs and everything, but um, I don't. I think this might be one of the. I, I would say the the Tupac uh, the Tupac year when he was murdered was like a dramatic time in uh, in history and the Biggie year yeah, um, were both that. like dramatic and crazy. But this year right here, man, with so much going on with uh, well, what happened with the the Migos. Um, that their whole drama and everything, and, and you know, and the passing in the group, and just everything, all types of crazy with them getting into it. Like you, you said, all this happened this year, and then also you had Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. Like I, things like this, like that happened. The trial, things like that happened this year was just crazy. Like this was a crazy year for music. Beyonce put out an amazing album. You just Kanye lost his damn mind. <laughs> Kanye lost his mind. Like all this happened this year, Rodney. Can you? Twenty twenty two was freaking nuts, and I was just listening. <laughs> I looked at. The, I was listening to the wrap up, and I thought the wrap. You, you know, you listen to the wrap up with uh, you know, forgot his damn name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, what yeah. is his name? Oh, uh, yeah, man, I feel bad. I forgot his name, but um. Yeah, when I was listening to the wrap up, I was like, "Yo, this is crazy!" Like when he was just giving the whole rundown, I said, "Yeah, this been a crazy year for hip hop, man." Yeah, and shoot, twenty twenty three started off um, crazy with Gangsta Boo dying. Yeah, and I, yeah, I was that that caught me off guard. I, but um, from what I was was told, like she um, does drugs. Yeah, I remember. Um, she was on what is that marriage boot camp? Boot camp where mm-hmm. everybody's on it, and nobody's married. But 
Um, and then I, I remember it was uh, Dr. Ish, you know, they they thought that her and um, what's her boyfriend, Emmett, may have, you know, brought drugs in the house or had did drugs in the house or something. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I feel like it was real odd, too, because she was starting to, I don't want to say become mainstream again, but she she was on some some newer projects. So right, and everybody, yeah, you were right about that, right? She was on some new projects, and everybody was showing her respect. And um, you know, everybody loved Gangsta Boo, man. I felt like after the um, after they did the verses against Bone Thugs and Harmony, that actually brought Three Six Mafia mm-hmm. back into the light. People started to pay attention to the group a lot. But yeah, man, that's that's a bad loss for hip hop starting the year off. Man. Yeah, that 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 right there was like, oh, this and this what we doing already. Yeah, like come on, man, we gotta we gotta do better, man. And as far as like the drugs and all that stuff too, man, just yeah, man. Speaking of that's a bad. Yeah, speaking of hip hop, one of your favorite all time greats. I don't know if you. Follow his Instagram, but he was with an all-time great football player and the current coach of the Colorado Buffaloes football team. Um, did you see Luke and, and Dion together? I saw Luke and Dion together. Caught me off guard, but yeah, I saw Luke and Dion together. And then I forgot um, that Luke coaches uh, basically uh, – Little league football and stuff now. Uh, I guess you can call him the Snoop of the South with both of them having football teams and football leagues. Right. They actually went. They actually went against it. every time during the Super Bowl. A lot of people don't realize this, but they actually go against each other. They they have their teams go against each other for uh, for charity mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl time. So, yeah, I think that's pretty fly too. But yeah, I did catch that too, man. And uh, I thought Luke will always be uh, forever uh, indebted to the U, because he always repping the University of Miami. But yeah, I guess they don't have winning ways like they used to. So yeah, it's it's always good just to see um, people I consider the the OGs, the 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 founding fathers of hip hop. Um, to to see them doing well, uh, so it it was especially um, like Luke. I mean, you automatically go back to childhood first time you heard him, uh, and then yeah, to to see <laughs> to see him in in prime time together uh, brought brought back uh, some, some pretty damn good memories. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. Brought back some really good memories, and I, I love the way how he changed his whole life around, man. And uh, of course, you know he he talks about how he did make those songs, and that's how he used to live in the past, and and not how he's you know a married, faithful man, and how he doesn't let he doesn't really listen to those songs like that no more. So, thought that was kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I. I don't know. Twenty twenty two was so like you said. It was just 
seemed like every time we turned around, we were losing somebody um, in in hip hop. Um, so and then for us to lose Gangster Boy at the very beginning of 2023, I'm like, I hope we're not about to have another one of those years where it's like every few weeks you, you we losing somebody in hip hop. Um, yeah, I I agree, brother. Hopefully, we don't have those type of things going on, man. And uh, oh, it was Uncle Murder, by the way, for the uh, for the wrap up. I want yeah. to make sure we got his name right on um, for the wrap up. But yeah, hopefully it doesn't. Ha- it already started off with like a bang. I heard that French Montana and one of the newer artists they were shooting a video in Miami, and uh, the video was shot up. And I heard that French Montana's bodyguard is in critical condition. So they posted it on uh, IG, posted their location, and yeah, the video shoot wound up getting shot up. So hopefully this isn't a, a sign for things to come. Everybody yeah, just, play it safe. Mm-hmm. Stay out the way. Yeah, because um, shoot, we're supposed to get a lot of good music this year. We already talked about the J. Cole project. Cardi, hopefully. Uh, Rhapsody is supposed to be releasing some new music this year. Um, ASAP Rocky. Um, I, th- I want to say Lil Uzi. Yeah, we're going to probably get a full Rihanna album too. Yeah, uh, that single has yet to grow on me, but. <laughs> it was for the movie, Rodney. <laughs> I keep trying. And it keeps missing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about 2023, right? Yeah, now. I think we're going to get a surprise Drake album, too. But Yeah, we're going to get a, a single Drake album. I believe that a lot of the teams that I root for will be great next year. Or this year, I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, I just believe that this is going to be a good year, man. Stay healthy, stay out the way. I believe we're going to have good health in our family, man, and not a lot of deaths in our family, and we'll be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully zero deaths, but I'm definitely claiming that. Oh yeah, excited, bro! I'm excited. <laughs> How was your New Year, by the way? Before we get out of here, um, New Year was chill. <laughs> uh, didn't do too much. Stayed in the house. Uh, shoot, I leave was actually up to midnight. So, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I stayed out the way, too. I um, hung out with my family, man. I hung out with my with my mom and my brothers, and yeah. yeah, we had a good time. The girls were excited, too, man, and we got them that little sparkling wine and a little cider, mm-hmm. and they were happy about that. <laughs> a little sparkling, a little apple juice. Yeah, they always. Yeah, I know London gets excited when she gets her sparkling wine. <laughs> so, so, just imagine. Yeah, like they and my one little little niece, man, she be thinking it's the real deal, so she be acting like she's slumped. It's hilarious. <laughs> man, these kids are hilarious, man. Yeah. So, yeah. New Year, New Year's good though. Yeah, looking forward to. Um, what twenty twenty three has to offer? Um, 
I know on a bonus episode it'll probably be packed because the NFL playoff matches will be set by then. All right, and then that, that's that's how you know if you have a sad Tommy or a happy Tommy. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, in my in my mind, I know the reality. I know that Seattle is going to beat the snot out of the Rams, but if the Rams do decide to come and play, because uh, Matthew Stafford's wife, she posted Detroit Rams. She said she's ready to go. She got the guys fired up in the locker room. Matthew Stafford got them fired up. They're trying to win this for Detroit. To get Detroit a playoff berth, we just got to do what we got to do on our end. But I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid right now. Yeah, I I don't either. I still have them. I still got Detroit winning because I think they are hell bent on making sure um, Aaron Rodgers does not go to the playoffs based on some of the things he said about Detroit. So, and the Packers already guaranteed to win too. Aaron Jones and some of the other players they already guaranteed to win. They said they're going to wax the Lions. Now the Lions are talking smack back too. Aaron Rodgers said it's an easy W. So. Yeah, it's yeah. for all the marbles, man. Well, well, we'll see. Well, hopefully on Wednesday we have a happy uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we're if we're depressed at the beginning, you already know people. Right, and I'm supposed to be uh, going to the bar, man. I'm I'm not sure if you're busy tomorrow, but we we're gonna go to the bar and uh, and watch the game. If you want to come on down, brother. Yeah, have to. See what's on Lauren's busy agenda. And then, shoot, I guess on the next four episode we'll recap the uh, Shantae Moore concert on Friday. Okay. I'd like to definitely do that. It'll definitely be a good time. I can't wait. Yeah, so we'll get out of here on that note. Uh, like I said, catch the bonus episode on Wednesday. Um, and we'll see y'all on the B side. Peace.